having transformed himself as a jiva, the Lord himself has entered the Supaghi. This is what the Shrutis tell us. Meaning the one who obtains as jiva is none other than Ishwara. That's the idea. The purpose of the Pravesha Shruti is merely to reveal the identity between jiva and Ishwara. Very beautiful way of revealing the identity. So it may look like stories and things like that. Well, okay. But then apart from that, there is this idea that the one who takes oneself as jiva is none other than Ishwara because he has himself entered. So the question is, if he has entered as jiva, then Ishwara is Sarvagnya, Sarvashaktiman, Sarvavyapi. He is omniscient, omnipotent and omnipresent. And the jiva is altogether just opposite in every respect limited. How can it be? Viruddha dharmavattvam kutaha How come the jiva who in real nature is Ishwara alone seem to possess all this viruddha dharma? Then it is said that this maya which is a creative power of the Lord vidyate moha shaktischa this maya also has a moha shakti asau tam jivam mohayati asau moha shakti or asau maya whatever this moha shakti this power to dilute dilutes this fellow <coughs> and this is shown in Bhagavad Gita also in various places how kamaha the desire or the passion deludes this fellow indriyani manobuddhi asya dhishthana muchyade etair vimohatyesha jnana mavrutya dehinam this indriyani manaha buddhi our sense organs the mind intellect in all these places Kamaha or the desire remains. So he has these hideouts, the sense organs, the mind as well as the intellect. And remaining there he functions very stealthily. Then Mohati Asau, this fellow, this Kama, deludes this fellow. So Indriyani Manobuddhi Asya Dishthana Muchade Eshai E Tehi Vimohatyeshaha Dhyana Mavrutya Dehinam. And thus he concealing or or confounding his his viveka buddhi this kama deludes this jiva <coughs> thus there is something called delusion meaning ignorance and the product of ignorance of taking myself to be a limited being there is something on account of which the very limitless Ishwara himself the very limitless takes the self as limited and this is called the moha shakti this is the power of delusion. This is there. How do you say it is there? Because the limitless does take the self as limited. This is known. The one who declares himself as limited is in fact limitless. How is it possible? We don't know. This Yushmarasmat Pratyegocharayoho Vishay Vishayanoho Paraspara Vridda Svabhavayoho Tamah Prakashavad Vridda Svabhavayoho so these Vishaya and the Vishayi, both of them are totally contrary in nature and still there is then like light and darkness still you find both of them obtaining in one place there is something although it's impossible how how Adhyasabhasya opens with the Purvapaksha or opens with the negation it's not possible what we experience is it just doesn't make sense that Atma the self in spite of being limitless takes himself to be limited just doesn't make sense the body is limited, mind is limited, all right. But they are definitely yushmat pratyagochara, meaning that 
they are something that is known or objectified by him and he is a very subject how can it happen that the subject takes himself as as equivalent to or as small as the object never it never is found nobody ever takes a microphone to be myself or a book to be self and this body which falls in the same category as a book or a microphone in, in as much as it is also an object of perception how does this fellow take himself to the body we don't know so even though this is not possible or it doesn't seem to make sense even then it is and this is how we arrived at a phenomenon called moha or aviveka moha means moha vaichitte in the sense of aviveka so taking one thing to be other than what it is is called moha ujivam <coughs> mohayati chidanandadi swarupa gnana rahitam karoti and that this maya which is a deluding power of ignorance makes this fellow deprived of the knowledge of his true nature this is chidananda his consciousness and his ananda his full and complete and is deprived of that knowledge <coughs> this is called moha tato bikim so what suppose i am deprived of my true nature of i mean you know, knowledge of my true nature so what what does it matter ataha then the consequences of that of not knowing myself is being stated in the verse 13 here mohadanishatam prapya mohadanishatam prapya magno vapushishochate isha srishtam idam dvaitam सर्वुक्तम सोहाजन समथिंग इनएक्सप्लिकेबल बट समथिंग दैट इज स्टिल देर सो वेदांतिन दे डू नॉट जस्ट गेट यू नो आई मीन दे डू नॉट गेट थ्रेटन बिकॉज समथिंग इज नॉट एक्सप्लिकेबल Everybody else has, you know, have have come up with a variety of expli- explicable theories or things that can be explained, and the only way that can be explained is to giving reality to the sense of limitation. That's all. Or giving reality to the world that I perceive, giving reality to duality. So that is the only way they think that they can explain, which they cannot explain anything. Vedantins say that we do not, we are not obliged to explain anything. We say the experience is there. that there is a sense of limitation we can't deny that and shruti is there which says that you are limitless that also we don't deny then one of them must be wrong either shruti is wrong or i am wrong no there comes our shraddha that's why shastrasya guru vakyasya satya buddhya avadharana shastra says and guru vakya that is satyam that kind of avadharana that kind of a firm conviction that arises from within not that is thrust upon me that firm conviction that arises from within that what the scripture says and what the here declares is right and then alone i am ready to set aside my present uh, conclusions otherwise i cannot shraddha enables me to set aside my present conclusions and opens a way for me to learn it is not that i have to dismiss my my conclusions necessarily because they contradict what the shruti says however i first give benefit of doubt to shruti 
first consider it in the Shruti. And if I, if I, it is acceptable, then I am willing to set aside my present conclusions. This, this kind of freedom of free mind is required. That's a learning mind. So we say that the Shruti says Atma is limitless and it is very logical also. Because every limitation is something that is known to me. Every form is known to me, every, every attribute is known to me, every limitation is known to me and what is known to me cannot be me. I have to be different from what is known to me and therefore I cannot be limited because that limitation is a matter of knowledge. And therefore it goes to reason to show that I am limitless. I don't have a form. But every form is known to me. And so I cannot have a form. I cannot have any limitation because every limitation also is known to me. And so I, I must be free from the form, free from limitation. And I know that I am conscious being and so consciousness is my nature. So awareness I am without form, without limitations. And it's, and, and it's in keeping with what the Sruti says, fine, I'm happy. I'm willing to give up my notion that I am, because who wants to hold on to that anyway? What has been bothering me whole of my life is that I am a limited being. Sruti declares that you are limitless, wonderful, I'm happy. To immediately discard it, or at least not give it any reality. So this is where the Sruti comes in. So, we don't mind, since Shruti is our Pramana. Shruti is a means of knowledge and not our experience or not our own conclusions. The experience may also be means of knowledge, but experience is interpreted by us. And that interpretation simply depends upon the Buddhi with its own patterns of conclusions, etc. And therefore, we don't take that as valid thing. On the other hand, with the help of Shruti, we keep on opening up new opportunities for us to learn and the old patterns are given up and, and that is how we have to learn that's what when Irene the other day gave the little handout story of the Saint Valentine it just struck very beautifully there's a little girl this, the Saint Valentine is, is in prison he's in prison and this prisoner the jailer has, has a little daughter and she's blind and this blind girl is taken to him because he wanted this girl to learn from uh, Saint Valentine. <coughs> and so this girl cannot see anything. Every day this Valentinus, so he would tell her different stories. Tell her about the Roman history, tell her about the nature, tell her about arithmetic and teach telling about tell her about God. And then she was so so happy to listen all these things because of the love and whatever confidence and the strength that Valentinus must have exhibited it really created an impact upon the girl and then uh, she says well do you know what am I praying morning and evening I am praying only for one thing and what is it that I can see that whatever you are describing that I can see every morning and evening that's all I pray I want to see is it true that the God that God listens to our prayers Definitely he listens to the prayers, Valentina says. And that's all I'm praying. And this both of them are sitting there and praying, it seems. And, and, and a light comes, you know. And all of a sudden she declares, Hey, I can see, I can see. And this is how she sees. So this is a very beautiful thing. That here is a little girl who is taught, told all these things which can, she cannot see. She says, I want to see what you are seeing. And that as Nachiketa says, you know, Anyatra Dharmat 
अन्यत्र धर्मात् अन्यत्र अस्मात् कृता कृतात् अन्यच्च भूताच्च भव्याच्च यत् तत् पश्यसि तद्वद यू प्लीज टेल मी व्हाट यू सी बिकॉज हियर यू वॉन्ट टू सी वॉट ही सीज वॉट द टीचर्स इज लाइक लाइक द ब्लाइंड गर्ल वॉन्टेड टू सी वॉट वेलेंटिन एंड हियर ऑल्सो अ स्टूडेंट वॉन्ट टू सी वॉट द श्रुति सीज इज ब्लाइंड लिसन टू द श्रुति and his imagination is all you know there is a great inspiration yes oh am i limitless am i beautiful everything is brahman and thus this inspires and then there is a prayer i want to see that and i want to see through the eyes of the shruti that's opening of the third eye of lord shiva that's called the eye of knowledge the two eyes are there with which i see what i see but there is a third eye it's not a physical eye but the third eye with that's the eye of the shruti that's called gnana chakshu the eyes through which the shruti of the scriptures see and that's what i want to see <coughs> then it all works so this 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 enables us how vedantins could come up with this how they could unravel everything which is totally contradictory and which baffles everybody that there was no baffling at all because their whole their whole uh, uh on account of the shraddha or the total reverence from the shruti so everything was based on what the shruti says and then we could see that there is something inexplicable somewhere they found that nothing in the world can be explained and therefore the cause of the creation must be something inexplicable let it be they say this maya is 100 dushanams you know shraddha dushani 100 dushanas fine every dushanam is bhushanam in fact you know shat bhushan that you can't explain this cannot understand this fine we are happy that's all we are saying you cannot understand this you can't explain this you cannot explain anything because the cause from which everything is created is inexplicable and therefore whatever is created is inexplicable also makes it very simple because we need not take the responsibility to explain anything or everything let somebody else explain you know let them explain what is what and then you'll be able to show him the fallacies of his conclusion very easily you try to explain something that shruti says will be very difficult let somebody explain what they say what their conclusions are and you'll find that the conclusions have no basis at all just say something has been taken for granted or something that someone wants to hold on for whatever reasons some emotional reasons or whatever other than that there is nothing in those conclusions that one entertains about oneself or about the world or about anything <coughs> so there is something inexplicable behind all this and that is called moha that's called delusion or aviveka so moha this poor fellow poor fellow is not he is actually brahman the limitless but he is become poor fellow why moha anishatam prapya on account of this moha because he is deprived the ignorance of this maya deprives him of the knowledge of the true nature and therefore on account of that moha or the delusion anishatam prapya he is he is in fact what isha and what state has reached anishatam he has reached a state of helplessness the one who is the substrate of the whole creation can you imagine he has reached a state of utter helplessness magno vapushi shochadi vapushi magnah totally drowned in this body meaning totally identified with the body so to the all the time he is just grieving 
So only thing that is Shruti in Swami's language, all that the background Shruti that goes on in the life of this person is what? Shoka, 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 that's all. Only now and then when he forgets the Shoka or the grief, that there is some ray of happiness on his face. Otherwise, constantly, grief, Shoka, that is the Shruti. It's a background, you know. And there are variety, Shoka expresses in variety of ways, of course. There are melodies, you know, just as the Shruti of the Tanpura has so many melodies and so so the grief, which is the background music or Shruti, what you call it, comes out in different melodies, that's all. But Shochati, that's how the whole Bhagavad Gita started anyway. And so Lord says, Ashochan, I don't know, Lord whether he knew any psychology or not, but he directly tells us, you know, Ashochan, he must be a shock treatment or something like that. Ashochan and Vashochastvam, you are grieving, for, for which there is no reason at all. So, Magma Vapusi Shochit. Up to this point, Isha Shrustam Idam Dvaitam, then the author here clarifies. Up to this point is Isha Shrustam Dvaitam Idam. This duality so far has been created by Isha, by the Lord. Saramuktam Samasadaha, and all that duality created by the Lord has been stated here very briefly. <coughs> says the Tikagara, Mohad, Puruoktad. Mohad means what? Puruoktad. That has been stated earlier, in the earlier verse. The Mohad that is described in the earlier verse. On account of which, he is deprived of the knowledge of his true nature, that Mohad. Anishatam prapya, Anishatam ishta anishta prapti pariharayo asamathim prapya. Vapushi nimagnaha, vapushi in the body. Nimagnaha, nimagnaha means drowned or, uh, you know, yes, drowned. Sharire tadatme abhimanam gataha shochate dukhitvad abhimanam karodi. What the moha first does is, vapushi nimagnaha, the one is totally immersed in this body. What is, what is meant by being immersed in the body, totally preoccupied with the body? Sharire Tadatma Abhimanam Gataha. Tadatma. So Sharire Tadatma Abhimanam. Taking the body as the self. This is called Tadatma Abhimanam. <coughs> so Dehaha Evatma. This body alone is a self. This is the Tadatma Abhimanam. Just as it is Tadatma. A total identification of the iron and the fire in the fireball. And so also there is a total identification of the body. Tadatma abhimanam gataha. So, and so what happens? Anishatam prapya. So, on account of total identification of the body, meaning taking the body as a self, he then finds himself anishaha, totally helpless. This person is helpless in life. What is the nature of helplessness? Faith. Ishta anishta prapti pariharayoho asamartyam prapya. Ishta prapti asamartyam. Anishta parihar asamarthyam. Asamarthyam means inability. Inability of ishta prapti. Attainment of what is desired. Inability to attain or acquire what he desires. Anishta parihara. Again, inability to avoid what he doesn't want. Inability to get what he wants. And inability to avoid what he doesn't want. This is called helplessness. That's all. The person is helpless. I am faced with things that I don't like or I don't want 
and I just cannot have things that I want. Now, who doesn't have this? Moment to moment, you know, every moment is a problem. I just don't have what I want. And what I have is what I don't want. How to get rid of what I have or what I don't want and how to acquire what I want. And constantly I find myself struggling and I feel a sense of helplessness. A helpless. Why? Because of taking the body as I. And so, Shochati. Dukhitvadi. What is Shochati? Dukhitvadi abhimanam karodi. He concludes. Abhimanam is his conclusion about myself. Dukhiyaham. I am unhappy. So this sense of helplessness about every situation creates in me this conclusion. I am unhappy. I am sad. Whatever it is. So this Dukhitvadi. Dukhitva means the state of being unhappy. There is a conclusion on my part. I am unhappy. I am sad. I am helpless. This abhimanam or this conclusion is what is called shoka. This is what happens to him. So this is what moha does. Yeah, otherwise we don't bother about it. We are not interested in maya and we are not interested in anything in our life. We are only interested in ourselves. And that too what? I am only interested in the grief and the sadness of the suffering that I have. That's all interests me in my life. But I want to get rid of it. Since I want to get rid of it, I must know what causes it. That's the reason why all this discussion. Since shoka or the grief is very important to me, because it has a predominant uh, role in my life, and something that I want to get rid of, it is necessary to understand what is it that causes grief. It is ignorance, that maya shakti, ignorance apparently, has these two powers, the power of projection as well as power of illusion. First of all, it projects the body. Body is created to begin with. That is the first thing that is done by Maya. And second thing that is done by Maya is to create in me this total identification with the body. That is also done by Maya. Just as when I look at the rope, not only I do not know the object as rope, but then I take it to be snake. So both are done by that ignorance. This is what we call veiling power and the projecting power. Here also the body is created in the first place and then the body is taken to be I. And that is the whole cause of all the grief. Taking this body as myself. Body itself is not the cause of grief. I am also not the cause of grief. So Atma cannot be the cause of grief because Atma is complete, is Nitya. Anatma cannot be cause of grief because Anatma is Anatma. What is the cause of grief? I am the body. This conclusion, I am the body. I am happy. I am unhappy. This abhimanam or this conclusion itself is the cause of all the grief. Ahamesham <coughs> mamayete. I belong to them. They are mine. That's what Arjuna says. And that's what causes grief. <coughs> Where do you get this? From Shruti Samane Vakshe Purusho Nimagnaha Anishaya Shochiti Mukhyamanaha Itishrutehe Ityartaha Based on this Shruti statement, Dvasuparana Sauja Sakhaya Samanam Ruksham Parishashvajate Tayoranyaha Pippalam Swadvati Anasnan Anyo Apichakashiti This famous allegory of this, this illustration from the Mundaka Upanishad where there are two birds on the self-same tree and one bird goes around perching and enjoying or experiencing different karmaphalas, different fruits on the tree other bird does not partake at all. It just watches. Abhichagashiti. Merely watches. So both the birds are there. Who are these two birds? One is Jiva. Other is Ishwara. 
Samane Vruksha, in spite of Ishvara being on the same, same tree, is not away. Ishvara, if you are away from me, then I can feel that, yes, there is all the reason for grief. Samane Vruksha, Purusho Nimagna. In, in spite of the fact that Ishvara is in the self-same tree. What is the tree? In this case, this body of the Upadi is a tree. And it is called Vrukshaha. Vrushchanat, Vrukshaha. That which can be cut asunder is called Vrukshaha. Since this body can be cut asunder, or since this Upadi can be, can be eliminated or destroyed by, by knowledge, therefore, this Upadi also is called Vrukshaha. And Jiva and Ishwara, meaning Jiva and Brahman, both of them, are the same tree and the same body. Not that there are two entities, there is one entity alone. But how ignorance creates the idea of two? That's also interesting. These two birds are Samane, you see, Dva Suprana Sayuja Sakhaya. Samane Khyati, both of them are friends. Sayuja ever joined, they never part or never separate from each other. So both are always together. Are there really two? There is only one. But still, there is a notion that there are two. For example, the tenth man is searching whom? The tenth man is searching whom? The tenth man alone. Thus there are two. Who are the two? The tenth man, who is a seeker. Other tenth man, who is a sought. So one who is searched for also is tenth man. And one who is searching also is tenth man. Thus ignorance creates this two. The, the seeker and the sought, this duality. And so the Ishwara and Jiva are not really two entities, but we feel that there are two in our life. That Ishwara, the Lord, or limitless is different from me. And that, that duality or the division, separation between seeker and the sword is only created by ignorance. And therefore, the, these, these two birds, not that there are, the two birds are, are presented there, not because there is a duality. Or the very same mantra is interpreted by the other Acharyas, to show that there is duality. On the other hand, we say that the two only shows our experience. Just to account for an experience of duality that we feel, these two words are presented. But then, the duality between them is negated by such expressions as Sayuja, Sakhaya, that both of them have the same khyati, both of them appear in the same way. Both of them are ever joined, they are never apart. So in spite of the fact that Ishwara is in the very same tree, Meaning that Ishwara is my nature. And even then, Samane Vrakshe Purushahan Nimagnaha. This fellow is totally immersed, Nimagnaha, because of identification with this body, taking himself to a limited being, Anishaya, and therefore the helplessness that arises from identification with the body, Mukhyamanaha, on account of the delusion, Shochati, he grieves. <coughs> so, this is what Maya does. It creates the body and also creates the identification with the body and then is the ground for all the grief or the suffering. Vakshimana Sankarya Pariharaya Vruttam Nigamayati Vakshimana, what is going to be stated? Sankarya admixture Pariharaya in order to avoid in order to avoid confusion with what is going to follow. The idea is that, so far what is described is Ishwara Srishti or the creation of the Lord. What is going to follow is Jiva Srishti or the creation of the individual. So that there is no confusion in our mind 
as to what is the creation of the Lord and what is the creation of Jiva Sankarya Pariharaya in order to avoid the confusion Vruttam Nigamayati Vruttam what has been actually what has gone so far Nigamayati there is a conclusion here so what all has been described is concluded here Ish, in the second line of the verse Isha Srishtamidam Dvaitam Sarvamuktam Samasataha so this Dvaitam of the duality created by Ishwara has been briefly described so far so that we know there is a change of subject or there is a change here because what is now going to be described is Jiva Srishti in order that we do not confuse between the two the author very clearly says that so far what has been described is Ishwara Srishti <coughs> now the question is now the author takes up what we call Jiva Srishti or the creation of Jiva the individual Nanu Jivasya Dvaita Sastutve Kimmanam Kimmanam what's the Pramanam or what is the valid means of knowledge for you to say that this jiva the individual also creates that jiva also creates what is the manam or like what's the proof that the jiva also creates it is this ashanka being there question being there that question is answered in the 14th verse <coughs> Saptanna Brahmane Dvaitam Jeeva Srishtam Prapanchitam Annani Saptajnanena Karmana Janayatpita Saptanda Brahmane Brahmana is a Grantha Brahma means Veda One of the meanings of the word Brahma is Veda So Brahmana Vyakhyanam Brahmanam Brahma means Veda Brahmana Vedasya Vyakhyanam Brahmanam That text which gives Vyakhyanam or exposition of the Veda is called Brahmana Thus in the Veda we have these two sections, one is called Samhita, the Mantra Bhaga, and other is Brahmana, which is a detailed exposition of these mantras and the application of the different mantras and different rituals. So all that, that portion of the Vedas which gives an exposition on the mantras is called Brahmana. <coughs> so there are some who take only the mantra section of the Veda as valid. Well, we take everything but that's called Brahmana. So Brahmana is Brahmana Vyakhyanam. So in Bruhadaranika Upanishad, there is a section which is called Saptana Brahmanam, where Saptana, seven kinds of Anna or seven kinds of food are being described. In that particular section, so Bruhadaranika Upanishad itself is Brahmana Upanishad. You know the difference between Mantra Upanishad and Brahmana Upanishad. So those Upanishads which are in the form of mantra are called mantra Upanishads like Mundaka Upanishad, Katha Upanishad, Ishavasya, etc. While those which are in the form of expositions on mantra are called Brahman, like Taitri Upanishad is a Brahmana Upanishad. So we find that the Shruti again and again quotes Tadevcha Bhukta Satyam Jnana Manantam. So 
This ruchas are being quoted and exposition is given there. Taitre Upanishad is a Brahmana Upanishad. Aitre also is Brahmana Upanishad. Chandogya also Brahmana Upanishad. Bhrudharanika also Brahmana Upanishad. So in this Bhrudharanika Upanishad, there is a section which discusses or which describes the Saptana, the sevenfold food. Who has created this? Jiva creates seven kinds of food. <coughs> Saptana Brahmane Dvaitam Jiva Srishtam Prapanchitam. In this section called Saptana Brahmanam Jiva Srishtam Dvaitam Prapanchitam. Prapanchitam, so uh, Vistarena Pratipadanam Prapanchaha. To expound in detail is called Prapancha. So that section of the Bhutadaranika expounds in detail the sevenfold food created by Jiva. <coughs> How does it do that? Annani Sapta Jnana Karmana Ajanayat Pita. This Jiva is called Pita. This individual is called Pita or the father. Why is it called father? Because he creates. So what does he create? Annani Sapta. Seven, seven fold or seven kinds of food this individual creates. How does he create? Jnana, by Jnana means by meditation. Karmana, by rituals. So by the different rituals that he performs or different actions he performs and by the different meditations he performs, meaning different kinds of sankalpas that he makes in his mind. By that, this jiva winds up creating the seven kinds of annam, annam in the creation. <coughs> The Tikagara uh, quotes here and he explains Katham Tatra Prapanchitam In what manner this creation of seven kinds of food explained in detail in the Brahadarnika Upanishad Iti Ashankya Saptanya Shabdavachya Dvaita Srishti Pratipadakam That Dvaita Srishti, what is meant by seven kinds of food is the whole Dvaita the whole creation of the which is called Dvaitam or the duality can be looked upon as seven kinds of food, Saptana. So Saptana Shabdavacha Dvaita Srishti Pratipadakam that which, which teaches us or explains to us the Dvaita Srishti, the dual, creation of duality in the form of the seven kinds of food. Yet Saptanani Medhaya Tapasa Ajanayat Pita Idivakyam Arthataha Sangrannati so this is Vakya that comes from Bruhadaranika Upanishad. Yes, Saptanani Medhaya Tapasa Ajanayat Pita. So this person is called Pita. Why is he called Pita? He says Pita. Sva Adrushtadwara Jagat Utpadanena Sarvaloka Palako Jivahityartaha. See, this Jiva also can do a lot of, he can also create. How? Sva Adrushtadwara. So when I perform an action, then that is cre- what is created is adrushta or the result of the action, which is adrushtam, meaning it is subtle. The result of the action is subtle and at some point in time, in future, it will give rise to the result, like heavens and whatever it is, or the new birth and all these results that will take place. So I, I by performance of different rituals or different act- activities, I create that adrushta. Every action creates an adrashta. Not only the action, but all kinds of ideas that I entertain in my mind, all kinds of sankalpas I make, 
I want this, I don't want this. You know, this kind of thing that is going on in the mind constantly, that, that also creates. So we think that nobody knows that, you know, that is, doesn't have any effect. But all kinds of things that are going on in our mind, many desirable thoughts and various undesirable thoughts also. Many actions and many reactions, sankalpas, are taking place in our mind also. May this happen, may this not happen. This fellow, let it happen, you know. So some people, when you can't do anything outside, inside you keep on, you know, uh, ravaging inside, raving inside. Uh, if he fails, you know, what happens to children, for example, that sometimes you cannot secure somebody is so smart that you can never secure first rank in the class, almost second or third. Then you wish he falls sick at the time of examination, or something like that, you know. So that he can't appear in the examination, and so I can secure the first rank. This kind of meditation goes on inside. It may or may not, but it will fructify in some way. So any any deliberate thought that is entertained for a length of time is called meditation. Understand? And meditation can be nishit vihita or pratishiddha. Meditation can be vihita, meaning in accordance with the order, which is good, or pratishiddha. It can be just contrary to the order. And all of these have effects. So, on, through my actions, as well as through various meditations I perform, then meditation means just going over one thought, you know, in my mind. <coughs> so this pita means this person, sva adrushtadvara jagat utpadanena, and that is how the jiva also becomes the creator of this whole world. See, this body, for example, is a creation of what? of the action that I performed. Not only this body, but the situation that I encounter also are the results of the different actions I perform and different desires that I entertain. And add up the karmas of all the living beings we have and we have the whole creation. And that is how this jiva also, on account of the various desires that he entertains, on account of various actions that he performs, also becomes instrumental in creation of this universe. The particular configuration that we have, like the particular body, the particular set of situations, circumstances that I meet with, that's all the result of the different actions performed by me and different thoughts entertained by me. That's why we must be very careful in entertaining thoughts, particularly deliberate thoughts. Thoughts keep coming and going all right, deliberately entertaining some bad thought or some damaging thought, well, it will work out in the manner that we may not like it also. But anyway, so this is how, on account of my sankalpa as well as my action, jagadutpadanena, the whole world is created sarvalokapalako jivaha, and that is how I become what? Sarvalokapalakaha. I become a, a link in the whole chain of perpetuation of the creation. If everybody stops entertaining any desires and stops performing any karma, there will be no creation at all. In which case the whole creation would come to an end. So by continuing to perform the actions, this is how this jiva becomes sarva loka palakaha. He becomes the one who sustains the entire creation through his karma and upasana. Therefore he is called pita. <coughs> so says the Upanishad there, Yet Satanani Medhaya Tapasa Ajanayat Pita Medhasa Medhaya Tapasa Ajanayat Pita By Medha, the Medha means meditation, meaning 
the different single paths entertained and tapasa tapas there means the different actions performed so through different actions performed by him and through different single paths entertained by him pita yat saptanani ajanayat this pita or this jiva he created the seven kinds of annam or the seven kinds of food so this the whole discussion in the shruti beginning from this particular statement shows that pita here means only jivatma pita doesn't mean brahma ji etc here the word pita only means what the the individual who with his rituals and 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 and, and desires becomes instrumental in creation of this world so how jiva also creates this idea <coughs> is interesting well i guess the portion that we wanted i just read this a uh, few sentences here yet saptanani medhaya tapasa ajanayat pita एकमस्ति साधारणम द्वे देवान अभाजयत त्रीणी आत्मने अकुरुत पशुभ्य एकम प्रायच्छत तस्मिन सर्वम प्रतिष्ठितम यच्च प्राणिति यच्चन इट इज द सेवन काइंड्स ऑफ फूड इज क्रिएटेड बाय दिस जीवा एकम अस्य साधारणम वन इज कॉल्ड साधारणम ए कॉमन फूड फॉर एवरीबॉडी साधारणम कॉमन फूड फॉर एवरीबडी फॉर ऑल द लिविंग बींग्स विच अपीज इज अट इज कॉल्ड साधारण अन्नम लाइक व्रीहिवादी लाइक व्रीट राइस एक्सेट्रा बारले ऑल दैट बिकम्स साधारण अन्नम देन द्वे देवान अभारत he created two kinds of food for the devatas what are the two kinds of food created for devatas that's all going to come in this subsequent verses anyway so that we are just discussing that portion beforehand so one kind of food he creates for all the living beings which is common to everyone two kinds of food especially created for the devatas and that is called darsha and devatas alone enjoy that so in a in a yagna or, or a yaga when the fire we offer special oblations with invocation of particular devatas then those oblations go to those devatas so this darshan purnamasu these two ahutis that are offered they are called the food for the devatas which will sustain the devatas trini atmane akuruta the three foods he created for himself the jiva what are those three manovak prana lakshanani the mind the speech and the prana these three are the food for himself so that makes it how many so first one food for everyone two for devatas and three for himself makes it six and there is seventh one pasubhya ekam prayachata the seventh food is of the nature of kshiram or milk and that is for pashu by pashu is meant all those which are newborn babies whether human or others all of them sustain themselves on milk 
So he also created milk, which is the seventh kind of food, which is specially for the Pashus or specially for all the newborn babies. He created this Vrihi Yavadi, wheat, rice, barley, etc. for all the beings. He created two specially for the Devadas and he created three kinds of food for himself. This is how. <coughs> And this is how he sustains. The question is there. Kasmat tani nakshiyante adhyamanani sarvada. How come this food, it never gets exhausted? That it continues, the food continues to be created, the whole world continues to be sustained. What is it that sustains the whole world? Yovaitam akshitim veda. It is because this jiva continues to perform karma and continues to per- entertain variety of desires. And that is how he continues to create these seven kinds of food. If he stops, of course the world also will stop. But it will not stop because this fellow will keep on performing actions and entertaining variety of desires. And that's how the jiva becomes an instrument in perpetuating this existence. All this duality consisting of the seven kinds of food which he has created by his meditations and actions. <coughs> Now that's what is shown here in the next verse. Nanu anna saptaka sarjanam kimartham. So what's the need for creation of the seven kinds of food? So kimartham, what for is the seven kinds of food created? In the ashankya tad dhini yogopi ekamascha sadharanam dve devan abhadayat trini atmane akuruta pashubhya ekam prayachata so I just read that. So what for these seven kinds of food are created? He says that Vinayoga. Vinayoga means its application. What is the application of this food? Ekamasya sadharanam. That one is a kind of food which is common to everyone. devan abhadayat. Two he created for the devatas. Trini atmane akuruta. Three he created for himself. Pashubhyekam prayachat. And for Pashus, or the beasts, or the animals, he created one. The application, the use of this food also is given by the same Shruti, which is what he says in the 15th verse. devane. <coughs> Dve Pashvannam Chaturthakam Anyatritayamatmartham Annanam Viniyojanam Marthi Annam Ekam Marthi means mortal So there is one that is called Sadharanam Annam there is a food common to everyone is for the living beings or for the mortal beings. That's one food. He himself will describe what that is. Devanne dve, two kinds of food are for the devatas. Pashvannam chaturthakam, for the pashus, there is four, one, one, this is the fourth one, that is for the pashu or the animals. Anyatritayam, and the other three is Atmartam, for himself. Annanam viniyojanam. Uktam iti shesha. This is the use or the application of the seven kinds of food.
Then continuing, Tani Saptanani Ekamasya Sadharanam Iti Idamevasya Tat Sadharanam Annam Yadidamadyate Ityadina Ayamatma Vangmeha Manomeh Pranameha Iti Antena Vakya Sandarbhena Ishaduna Kandikadva Rupena Darsitani Ityaha Tani Saptanani and those seven kinds of food also are shown the what are the seven kinds of food and which food is for whom is also described by these two mantras it's called Kandika so in the Bruhadaranaka Upanishad a section of statements forms one mantra but that statement of one, two, five, ten, fifteen different little mantras statements so that is called Kandika a small khanda is called Kandika so by this so Vakya Sandarvena Ishaduna Kandika Dvairupena Ishaduna Una means little less Kandika Dvairupena Little less than two Kandikas So in those little less than two sections This is shown here Ekam Asya Sadharanam Iti Idam Eva Asya Sadharanam Annam Yet Idam Adyate Bhadaranika says That that which is eaten by Then that which appeases the hunger of all the living beings Is called Sadharanam The common food Ityadina Ayamatma Vangmaneha Manumaya Pranamaya Ityantena. Long mantras are given here. Those two kandikas, those two sections describe the different kinds of food. Ityantena Vakya Sandarvena Ishaduna Kandika Dvarupena Darshitanityaha. So the seven kinds of food are also shown in the same Upanishad, and that's being said here in the sixteenth verse. <coughs> Vrihyadikam darshapurna Masau kshiram tathamanaha Vak pranas cheti saptatvam Anna namavagamyatam See, say the footnote number two, Vrihyadikam iti, Vrihyadikam manujana, Vrihi, so wheat, rice, barley, etc., that is for manujana, that is for the human beings, that is sadharana mannam. Darsapurnamasau devanam, Darsapurnamasa is a particular ritual performed on Darsha. Darsha means new moon day. And Purnamasa means full moon day. So those who are performing this Agnihotra karma, on, on these special days they have to offer additional oblations. And so Darsha and Purnamasa means those oblations offered on those days, so they are meant for the Devatas. Shiram, Shiram means milk. Shiram Pashuna, milk is created for the Pashus. Tatha Manaha Vak Pranascheti. Vang manaf pranaha jiva sedi and vag means speech, manaha the mind and prana the, the life force, so the vital force, these are the food for jiva. How do you call them food? That's interesting. Here Upanishad describes it in an interesting manner. Sastrini atmane akuruta. It's easy to understand 
how Vrihi Yava etc. is food for everyone or how the two oblations are food for Devatas or how milk is a food for all children, all newborn babies that's understandable but how the speech and the mind and the prana these three, how do they become the food for the individual jiva? Trini atmane akurutaiti manovacham pranaha tani atmane akuruta so this is how mind is required all the time famous statement anyatramanaha abhuvam na darsham anyatramanaha abhuvam na shravshamiti how do you say that the mind is so Bhrudharnika Upanishad shows the presence of a faculty called mind he says puro vasthitam gajam tvam dhrishtavaniti kenajit prishtah somebody is asked hey did you see the elephant in front of you he says no anyatra vishyantare gatam me manah yasya soham anyatra manah abhuvam he says my mind was elsewhere and therefore I failed even to see an elephant who was in front of me did you see the elephant who was standing in front of you I didn't see how come my mind was elsewhere that shows that eyes are there elephant also is there and one should be able to see and still I did not see that shows that there is a faculty called mind which only if it is behind the eyes then alone the function of seeing can take place or somebody says tatha idam madiyam vachastvam shrutavanasi hey did you hear what I just said idi prushtaha aha anyatramanaha abhuvam Ataha na ashrausham He says, hey, I'm sorry. My mind was elsewhere and therefore I did not hear what you said. So my ears are there, the words are there and still I do not hear. That shows that over and above the ears another faculty is required and that is the mind. <coughs> and thus, manasahi vapashyadi manasashrunati And therefore, this man really sees by his mind and hears by the mind. Meaning that if the mind is not there, Seeing and hearing is not possible. <coughs> so, tasmat siddham pratikshadi pramanakam manasaha astitvam and therefore, mind, astitva or the presence of mind, there is a faculty called mind is proven in this manner. What is the nature of this mind? Kamaha sankalpo vichikitsa shraddha ashraddha dhritihi adhritihi shihi dhihi vihi idhetat sarvam manahayava. You must have heard this statement. Shankaraja is very fond of quoting this again and again. What is the nature of the mind? All these different modifications that we come across. Kamaha means the desire or the passion. Sankalpaha this determination or assertion that this is such, this is blue, this is red, this is good. This kind of assertion is called Sankalpa. Vichikitsa Samshaya doubt is Vichikitsa. Shraddha Adrushtarteshu Astikya Buddhi Shraddha That Adrushtartha, that which I cannot perceive or I cannot see, Astikya Buddhi, that it is. Because the scriptures say that, I have never seen the I have never seen the birth before, you know, the previous birth I do not know, the next birth also I never see, heavens I do not see, Punya Papa I do not see, Dharma I do not see, and still I accept. That is called Shraddha. Ashraddha, an acceptance of those things is called Ashraddha. That is also a, a form of mind. Dhrutihi, so when the body and the sense organs, all of them become loose or incapable, that ability to again arouse the enthusiasm 
is called dhrutihi. There is a fortitude. Adhrutihi, lack of it. Srihi, lajja, that shyness that we have is srihi. Dhihi, prajna, the knowledge of the wisdom. Bihi, fear. All of these, tatsarvam, manaha eva. All of this is mind alone. How do you say all of this is mind alone? Tasmadapi, prushtatha, upasprushtaha. Upasprushtaha, manasa, vijanati. And therefore, if someone touches you at the back, you have not seen something. How do you say the person sees by the mind? I thought that I only see by the eyes. No, you see by the mind also. How? If someone touches me at the back, I have not seen him. And then I say, no, a hand is touching me. Or fingers are touching me. Or if a toe is touching me. I know that. And that is how we say that he sees through his mind. <coughs> so this is the nature of the mind. And that is his food because he enjoys it. Anything that is enjoyed or experienced is called food. So mind is something that is constantly experienced, so it is food. And then this vag, the speech also, is another food. Because with speech also, he says a lot of things, and that also causes, that reveals a lot of things for him. And that is how speech also becomes an instrument for his bhoga. And also the prana, the prana, you know, all these pancha pranas, they are also called his food. Etan mayova ayamatma vangmeha manomaya pranamaya and therefore this atma the self identified with the mind is called manomaya identified with the speech is called vangmeha identified with the prana is called pranamaya and that is how the speech, mind and the prana they become the food for the individual and of course Upanishad described so many meditations etc of superimposing ideas upon this three and so on <coughs> so vak pranas cheri saptatvam Annanam avagamyatam. May you know that this, seven, this, uh, this is the seven kinds of food there. <coughs> okay, I think subsequent discussion will take up tomorrow. <coughs> Om Purnamadas Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashakruta Vande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhav